0: This is Cruise Radio
1: Rewind. (laughs) Real reviews from real cruisers. Cruise Radio Rewind, weekend edition. My name is Doug Parker. How are you doing? I sure appreciate you making us a part of your day. If you were supposed to be on Scarlet Lady today in New York City, I know there is a handful of you. I hope this is a good constellation. It probably isn't because I would much rather be on a ship than listening to a podcast any day of the week. But hey, here we are. So, cruise industry analyst Stuart Chiron, the cruise guy, stops by to give us some insight on can cruise lines insure themselves against losses like coronavirus? Also, staff writer Richard Sims recently pinned an article called Five Reasons This Might Be the Perfect Time to Purchase Cruise Stocks. He'll be here to chat about that article. And that's pretty much about it. So, jumping right to cruise industry analyst Stuart Chiron, the cruise guy. Hey, Stuart. Hey, Doug. We'll kick things off with a listener question from Angie up in Washington. Do the cruise lines have insurance for the losses they are incurring during these coronavirus outbreaks? I can only imagine how much it costs for the Diamond Princess and the Westerdam situation. I'm just curious if cruise lines are able to insure themselves against this kind of risk.
2: It's a good question, Doug. The cruise lines can insure themselves for certain things, but not all things. And I guarantee you, unfortunately, the cruise lines, uh, based on what uh, they are publicly disclosing, uh, are going to be taking a significant uh, financial hit as a result of the coronavirus. Uh, they, they, can t- they can get you know insurance for certain things to cover a couple of sailings, but uh, this is a lot more than just a couple of sailings. Uh, speaking of Westerdam, I mean, Westerdam is, is actually heading for Alaska already, uh, where she'll, you know, she's just going to be uh, prepared for the Alaska season, and she's just going to remain there, um, essentially for over a month, wow. uh, just just waiting for the Alaska season to kick in. So there were a lot of sailings that were unfortunately canceled in Southeast Asia, understandably so. And uh, you've got uh, Royal Caribbean, you know, moving you know ships and. Um, uh, Celebrity uh, moving ships, so they'll they're going to start sailing. Let's say Celebrity is going to have Millennium sailing out of uh, Los Angeles um, for a short period of time before it um, uh, out of from Los Angeles before it moves up to uh, to Alaska for the summer. So, unfortunately, the cruise lines uh, financially are going to take a hit from um, a lot of uh, missed sailings. There are no ships sailing, let's say, in China now. Um, There's really nothing in in. Really in Southeast Asia Mm -hmm. that is, that is operating that is uh, traditionally at this time of the year a very, very important cruise market. So it's, it's, it's a very difficult time for the, for the industry.
1: Stuart, I got two emails from a couple of listeners today. One canceled their sailing over in the Med for the MSC Grandiosa, and the other one is supposed to be sailing on Carnival Radiance later this spring. They also canceled. We're seeing uh, an increase of cases pop up of coronavirus over in Italy. Could this impact the Mediterranean
2: cruising season? It could. I know that uh, the the cruise lines are studying this um, a great deal. I mean, there's a possibility that you know, maybe, uh, you know, as, as the numbers increase, we've had American Airlines and Delta Airlines discontinue sailings, uh, I'm sorry, uh, discontinue flights, uh, in and out of, uh, Milan as an example. Right now on Royal Caribbean's, uh, fleets, you know, Royal Caribbean, Celebrity, Azamara, um, Italy is, is right up there with, uh, on the do not sail list, um, along with, uh, Iran, South Korea, China, Macau, and Hong Kong. So, but a lot can happen in the next month or two. We're, we're thankfully February 15th um, officially ended the flu season, according to the CDC uh, here in the US. And uh, as temperatures warm, uh, there's a possibility that it could have a, an impact on this, the further spread of the virus. And a lot can, can happen. So, let's say the cases in Italy can significantly decrease, and Italy's deemed safe to travel uh, as of right now. Um, Italy, um, non-essential uh, travel to Italy is uh, is being um, requested that uh, you know Americans don't don't travel there at this time, and uh, so it's unfortunately it's you know we're kind of it's if you if you follow the hurricane season thug you know we're kind of we know the storm is is out there we just don't know exactly where it's going to hit mm-hmm. and we don't know how bad but right now what we do know is you know let's you know and I've told I've told family and friends this, I'm continuing, you know, I look, I would go on a cruise tomorrow. Uh, I was on a cruise just a couple of weeks ago. Um, I am still planning to cruise in the Mediterranean this summer, and based on what I know right now, I would not have um, uh, a problem sailing out of Italy based on what I know. But things can change. it could it could be worse. It could get significantly better. But right now it's just too early. To, uh, to go ahead and, and, and pull the plug and, and say, you know, the, these seasons are lost. But um, there's a lot of great places uh, to go, Doug, on, on a cruise, um, you know, especially in the summer. Hawaii, Alaska, um, you know, the Caribbean are, are great uh, destinations to go. Uh, the Mediterranean is one of my favorite destinations to go in the summer. And, you know, right now there's just not enough information to justify, because we're so far away, um, you know, canceling or postponing those plans, um, and, and I'm just speaking for for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, who knows what's 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 going to happen, but uh, if if I if you know people have already made their plans, just just stick with them. Let's let's see how this develops. Let's see what happens in the next 30 to 60 days. Cruise lines are are being flexible with their payment dates. You know, NCL, mm-hmm. for example, requires final payment at 120 days. And you know they've relaxed on a lot of the sailings to 90 days. Let's 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 you know before we jump the gun and get too hasty, let's let's see what happens. But you know people have to understand, Doug. This is this is a variation of the flu. And you know in, in the United States in a typical year, you have you know you know especially this year between the flu season October one uh, to um, uh, October one through uh, February fifteenth, the CDC estimated that um, anywhere from 16,000 to 41,000 deaths would occur in the United States. I mean, it's a lot. You know, it's a lot of people uh, just from the influenza A here in the states. There's a lot of people that that um, you know are not in good health, and it's 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 unfortunate. If you look at the 2017-2018 flu season, Doug, just a couple of years ago, 61,000 people died.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So.
2: Bad. The you know we've had look we've had the H1N1 we've had Ebola we've had SARS we've had MERS the industry's faced Zika we've had you know all kinds of of, of ship issues so I'm I'm confident the industry is going to ride this out
1: and that's a good segue to how resilient is the cruise industry
2: well, well let's say in over thirty years um, you know we've the industry's faced all kinds of you know issues uh, we, you know financial you know from anywhere from financial to ship sinkings to ship strandings to fires. To you know, financial issues to you know 9/11. You know, there's you know you've had norovirus and Zika and H1N1 and Ebola and countless other issues that have faced the industry. And the industry is very strong, especially you know one of the other issues you know you had if you remember back in you know the you know late 2007 2008 with the the you know the economy and you know fuel prices were skyrocketing. A lot of people then, you know, really just, you know, started to re, re-plan their, their vacations, Doug, and, and really look at cruising because cruising was and continues to be the most affordable vacation out there. I mean, there's a reason why um, over 31 million people go on a cruise every year, and it's because it, it provides the best value opportunity uh, and the highest satisfaction rate of any available vacation. Um, it's it's very unfortunate that we're dealing with coronavirus I mean a lot of people you know are, are scared understandably um, you know this isn't the plague um, it's you know there there are people that just you know um, are, are very susceptible to to various you know flus and and, and viruses and uh, it's it's you know but it's it, it, it only impacts you know certain people in certain you know uh, You know uh, situations with with their health, and I mean, you know, we we don't really talk too much about just the plain old flu that uh, you know you know hits us each and every year. But the industry is is going above and beyond. The the ships are being scrubbed um, and continuously cleaned. The passengers are being monitored. Passengers from certain areas of the world are not allowed uh, on the ships. So there's a lot of very stringent and and strong precautions being uh, being made to ensure that not only the passengers are safe but the ships are safe and if need be as as we've seen in in certain situations i mean they, they can move the ship from one area to another but hotels can't mm-hmm. and you know there there have been hotels that have essentially been quarantined because of the coronavirus and the guests that were at the hotel are quarantined there yeah and you know knowing as you know being on as many cruise ships as we've been uh, you know over the years. I mean, you know a cruise ship is is pretty as a pretty good place, and unfortunately what happened on Diamond Princess that was that that might be a once in a lifetime uh, occurrence that it was just inconceivable if something like that happened. Um, and the likelihood of it happening again is is very is very low. but unfortunately, you know the the ship was in the care of Japan and uh, again, it, it was just never something that could be planned for. But the industry is very strong, and uh, the passengers are very confident in it. And um, I, I, I think uh, it's just—it's not a matter of if; it's just when. Um, you know, people are going to not pay too much attention to the new cycle because right now we're all caught up in it. Mm-hmm. We're all second-guessing everything we're doing. And you know, I was doing a, a radio show um, last weekend, and you know, the people there were you know talking about trips from san francisco to other destinations and i said are you guys aware that you know there's a lot of people that are terrified to come to california uh and and specifically san francisco and there's nothing there Mm -hmm. so it's just a lot of the information that we're getting from the news is is frightening a lot of us yeah but Uh, it's you know there's a lot that that is going to happen in the next few months and let's let's see how how this develops.
1: I mean, this isn't just limited to airlines and cruise lines, even when casino is getting hammered right now because of all their, uh, Asia locations. Listener question. Is there a threshold that I should pick up cruise line and airline stock? (laughs) I mean, I (laughs) know we're not Jim Cramer here, but do you, what would you say? I have no clue how to answer that.
2: Well, I mean, I would just, you know, you know, look at uh, what they're doing, um, you know, in the next uh, few weeks and kind of talk see how, You know i mean uh, another you know another change in in forecasts uh as far as earnings if they increase then i think you know the price of the cruise stocks may go down even further but uh you know if there's a recovery obviously then people are going to you know start to repurchase the stocks and the prices are going to go up so it's just something you know these stocks will absolutely go up uh so it's not a question of if it's when but uh, you know if you're trying to find out well have we hit bottom probably not Mm-hmm. um but uh, the 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 you know we'll we'll see what happens in the next couple of weeks uh once we get a better handle on what's going on with uh the virus uh and and it's spread around the world
1: typically do cruise lines release I, I don't know what to call the technical jargon is but like an exit plan like what their you know what their plan is their strategy
2: well i mean they they presented what they think is the loss you know whether it's 65 cents a share or 95 cents a share uh they can amend it it could go up it could go down they could say you know what we're doing uh, better than what we uh than than what they thought and uh they can they can make uh changes uh, as 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 the information becomes available but uh right now it's just it's just too soon
1: Been talking with cruise industry analyst Stuart Sheeran, the Cruise Guy, over at CruiseGuy.com. You can also follow him on Twitter, at CruiseGuy. Thank you, man.
2: Hey, my pleasure, Doug.
1: Staff writer Richard Sims just pinned an article called Five Reasons This Might Be the Perfect Time to Buy Cruise Stocks. He is on the line. Hey, Richard.
0: Hey, Doug, thanks for having me. It's kind of ironic that I am the person we're turning to about this, seeing as typically any stock I buy, raiders.
1: Yeah, you're definitely horrible. But this article you wrote, five reasons this might be the perfect time to buy cruise stock, is really good. And number one, you have own what you love.
0: There's nothing more fun than keeping track of a stock in something that you love, whether it's Walt Disney World, you know, you can buy Disney stock. In this case, um, you know, if you're a big carnival fan, it's fun to have carnival stock and watch the stock price and because you own a little piece of it. It's, you know, it's not like you're going <laughs> to walk into the dining room and say, um, excuse me, I own 72 shares of this company, so please bring me an extra bread basket. But at the same time, it's just it's kind of a cool feeling to to
1: actually have an
0: investment in something that
1: you literally love i look at it like pizza you have a pie and you have a little tiny slice of that pie of course you do must everything be food now i want pizza okay let's move on to number two all right fine you can earn onboard credits
0: Basically, if you own a hundred shares or more of most of the major cruise line stocks, you get an onboard credit. You have to you send them um, some paperwork. You basically can either fax it to them, or you can your travel agent can also help you deal with it. But just for owning the stock and being able to prove that you own the stock, you get onboard credit, and it can be pretty extensive. Um, I have. on an upcoming cruise. Um, I'm doing a seven day cruise. If you have a 14 day cruise, like let's say you're taking a Carnival Journeys cruise, you can get up to $250 um, for just just because you own the stock. So that's a a nice little payday.
1: Or as you said, any way you slice it, that's a nice perk.
0: (laughs) Yes, exactly. In the words of me, and I see you brought it right back to slices of pizza. How about number three?
1: (laughs) Cruising is a growth industry.
0: It's a terrible time for the cruise industry. There's no denying that. I mean, you know, coronavirus has just not done good things for the industry we all know and love. But we also know that this is a really strong industry and that it's growing by leaps and bounds. I mean, you know, like... If you look at the numbers between, say, 2008 and 2018, they went up exponentially. I mean, millions and millions and millions of more people. I think it's like 9.8 million more people cruised in 2018 than had cruised in 2008. And there's every indication that we're going to continue to see that growth. That's why the cruise lines are investing in you know, new ships and expanding to new ports and building new private islands. So it's, it's 100% a growth industry. And when you have a growth industry, that means the stock is going to remain strong. So there's every reason to believe that once the, once the stocks rebound from the prices they're at right now – which are terrible, then they'll stay, They'll get strong and stay strong.
1: I think it's probably important to say that when you're buying these stocks, if you do or if you do have interest, first off, make sure you have the funds to do it and you're not going to miss those funds just in case it does go south even more. But also this is more like, you know, looking ahead as an investment, not only for your personal vacation, but could be for retirement one day. And that's a really good point.
0: No one, you know, I I often think of buying stocks as gambling. When I walk into a casino, I take exactly what I can afford to lose. I don't, you know, I'm not one of those people who's going in there and saying, please, you know, I got to pay the rent. I go in there if I have $100 in my pocket and I'm going to play $100, I can lose that without worrying about it. I do the same thing with stocks because stocks are gambling. You know, there is there is a halfway decent chance that whatever stock you buy, you may lose the money. So you want to make sure that you have the funds and it's not going to kill you if something goes wrong. And a perk is dividend checks. Yeah, exactly. Now they don't always pay out dividend checks, and not all stocks pay out dividend checks. But when they are having good years, um, they're very, very good about cutting little dividend checks. And now, you know, if you own a hundred shares of stock, your dividend check is not going to be big. You know, you might get a couple of bucks per share if you're lucky, that kind of thing. But still. I'm a big believer that any money that's coming to me is money that I didn't have before it got there. So if a if a company that I am investing in because I love it and because I'm getting the the perk of the onboard credit is also putting a little cash in my pocket, that is a total win. So
1: yeah, that's that's a good one. Yeah, and Carnival Corporation, well, as of last quarter, is paying fifty cents a share dividend. So that's not too right. bad. So if you have 100 shares, you
0: know, mm-hmm. there's, well, we all know I don't do the math, but there's 100 times 50.
1: <laughs> okay. In <laughs> The last point here, lower prices could lead to a better payday.
0: Let's face it. Right now, like I said, the, the, the cruise market is in bad shape stock-wise. For example, as we're recording this, Carnival stock is at $32.46 a share. Um, Norwegian Cruise Line is at $33.01 a share, and Royal is at seventy-nine point oh six a share. All of those are down about half from what they normally would be during their 52-week. If you look at the 52-week period, these are either the lowest or very close to the low that they've been in that period. So, of course, if you buy something, let's say you buy Carnival at 32 and it goes back to its normal price of 50 or 60 bucks. Well, you know, you don't have to be, even I who do not do math can tell that I have just made some money and that's on every single share that I buy. So... You know, the, the price may be bad and the and the, the market may be treating our beloved cruise industry like, you know, like a piece of trash It's thrown in the garbage behind the building. But as soon as it rebounds, this is an opportunity to have a better payday. It's much better than if, let's say you bought the stock at $55 and it went up to 60 Big deal. You made $5 a share. And I'm not scoffing at $5, but when I can make $20, $25, that's going to be a better, you know, investment for me.
1: I didn't want to cut you off earlier, but right now, if you had 100 shares, you'd make 50 bucks um, on that Carnival Dividend.
0: Okay, when you say you didn't want to cut me off earlier, you mean it took you from then until now to do the math.
1: I had to carry the zero a couple of times, move the decimal (laughs) point and all that. We've been talking to staff writer Richard Sims about five reasons this might be the perfect time to buy cruise stocks. You can find the article in its entirety at cruiseradio.net. Richard, thanks as always, buddy. Glad to be here. That'll do it for Cruise Radio Rewind. Thank you for listening. And I got to tell you, I, I know I mentioned it a couple of days ago on the Thursday show, but I... I broke a bone skiing over in Salt Lake City, and it is dang hard to try to talk. I'm very animated with my hands and with my inflections and everything. Usually I look like I'm directing an orchestra when I'm talking. Now I am a one-armed maestro because my left arm is in a sling, so I have that going for me. I hope you have a great day. We'll talk to you on Thursday. Take care.